Almost every general history of Ukraine starts with a statement that Ukraine means borderlands. It is both right and wrong. As a matter of fact, Ukraine can be read both as borderlands and a country. The term itself comes from krayati, to cut. So it indicates a particular area that is demarcated or cut off from other territories. So it can mean either Kraina, the country itself, or Ukraina, borderland, depending on where you stand. If someone is outside this space, say in Moscow or Warsaw, it is Ukraina, or outskirts for them. If you are within this space, in Kyiv or Lviv, for instance, then it is more likely to indicate the Kraina, the homeland. Although there are historical texts to support both possibilities, the earliest use of the word Ukraina appears to reference the idea of a country. In 1187, the Kyiv Chronicle describes the heroic death of Prince Volodymyr Klibovich. The chronicler writes that all Ukraine groaned for him. Most likely, he means a land, a country, and not a borderland. Another use of Ukraine as a country occurs in the Pirisopnitsa Gospel of 1556, the first translation of the scriptures from Old Church Slavonic into the vernacular. Where the Church Slavonic text reads, he went into the land of Judea, and the Greek original reads, Oria, the land. The translation into the local Slavic languages reads, he came into the Judean Ukraina. It is true that there are relatively few uses of the word Ukraina in the sense of country in the oldest written sources. It has to be taken into account, however, that there aren't many written sources at all from the region. The period spanning the 14th and 15th centuries in the Ukrainian lands is often called the Long Silence. Instead of written sources, we can turn to the oral traditions of song and proverbs, and these frequently mention Ukraina. There we encounter expressions such as, not far from Ukraina, he went to far Ukraina, my beloved Ukraina, or even the affectionate diminutive, Ukrainenka. The songs don't tell us exactly where this country is located. It could be the land in which the singer lives, or a distant land in which they'd like to live. We shouldn't be too surprised by the ambiguity. People living in the Carpathian Mountains didn't know their mountains were called the Carpathians. They just called them the mountains. Similarly, Ukraina may just have been what they called their land. It was simply the default name. Other examples include China, Zhongguo, as the central states, the region in Slovenia called Kraina, or Germany's name for itself, Deutschland. Deutsch comes from the old German Diutisch, which means people. Accordingly, Deutschland literally means the land of the people, the country in which we live. This roughly corresponds to the name Ukraina in the sense of country. Ukraina in the second sense, i.e. as a borderland, dominates in documents written after 1569, when the Ukrainian lands entered the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. That's how it appears on a map drawn by French engineer and cartographer, Guillaume Levasseur de Bouplon, in 1651. The Polish king hired Bouplon to construct the Kodak Fortress, which was intended to control the Ukrainian Cossacks. Bouplon's map 
is one of the earliest and most detailed maps to come from Eastern Europe. The territory depicted coincides with the borders of later Ukrainian ethnic territory, from Lviv in the west to the Don in the east. But in Bouplan's conception, Ukraine, as the map's title and the preface, to his description of Ukraine suggests, is actually only the steppe, the wild field, Comporum Decentorum, a great frontier between Muscovy and Transylvania.